The views and opinions expressed on the Better Man podcast are those of the host. Viewer discretion is advised. Hospital, like, I'm going to record I mean, as we talk here just because there's always good st- shit that happens before we, we get into it. But, yeah, you've been in the hospital more than you've been at home, I think, man. Yeah, I uh, broke my foot in August. And then end of August, I ended up with... Uh, like uh, with a hematoma in my foot. And so they had to cut me open and get that out. Ended up uh, getting infected. And then I basically lived in the hospital for essentially until my first. Jeez, man. Yeah, yeah I was watching was, on uh, Facebook. That was, I mean, I'm hitting that care button as much as I can, but I feel like I'm hitting that care <laughs> button on your Facebook feed like every day, dude. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it, it was rough. But it was, uh, I mean, it was a, it was a life lesson for sure. I mean, are you uh, all right now? I, I'm good now, man. Yeah, I was, it was really weird. I, um, while I was in the hospital, um, uh, I was getting some life lessons at the same time. Like, you know, I, I wasn't being the best husband when I was home, um, because I was letting being on disability and no longer working get to me. Um, I was playing the victim mentality really heavily. So, um, when I noticed that people were happier when I was gone versus being home and not like in a victim way, like clearly I'm bringing down because my attitude just really sucked all the time. And I was just, so I was sick constantly and mentally I was just broken and kind of done. And, uh, being in the hospitals gave me a lot of time to be with just to talk to God really is, is all it gave me time to do because my wife having two little ones, I, you know, she couldn't be at the hospital every day, especially with COVID and everything else going on yeah. Um, with all the limitations that they had. So uh, yeah, it was just, it was really, um, we came out of, we came out of that though, stronger as a, as a couple. I came out of it stronger as a man. Definitely came out of it stronger as a, as a Christian, as a man of God. Yeah. And uh, yeah, man, it's rough though. It was not yeah, that, that realize <laughs> that realization that when of when you go through a, a period in life where you find out that um, that you suck the energy out of people to the point where they just don't like. They're it's not that they don't like you or don't love you. It's just like. When you're not here, it's not the end of the world. I so I went through the same when I went through my court stuff for my son. You know, it's like ten years ago now. It consumed me in that year, and all of the people around me, over time, were just like, "Dude, we love you, but like, I can't. Like, you're just negative, and and you, you got to figure your stuff out before before we can we can kind of have you back in like you used to be." But but yeah, and well, I'm glad to hear you're out of the hospital. I'm also glad that we're doing this again cuz the podcast has just been kind of sitting there and um yeah, which we'll now get into. So long story short is we did the I did the Better Man podcast cuz I know Debbie Society, I'm still involved in all that and doing that is, you know, the side of my desk kind of stuff and always will. Then we paused, we went on separate ways. You've been doing you've been we'll, I'm sure we'll chat about this in in episodes coming up. You've had this roller coaster with uh with your faith over the last little bit. And I want to talk about that. Um, 
and I've uh, I've kind of been all steered to my faith, but I've definitely um you know anyone listening to this as we get more into it, I'm not the typical ideal Christian, uh, but I'm there. I got faith, uh, so we we definitely have some stories there. But maybe what we should do is we should introduce ourselves, um, a, like a thirty foot thirty thousand foot view of who we are, really quick. Uh, and then we'll talk about, you know, the podcast and then maybe jump into actually something, you know, some, something faith-based and actually have a bit of a conversation around faith, um, before we wrap this up. So I'll speak to the podcast first. I reached out to Steve. I was like, I've been itching to do a Christian based, you know, a faith-based podcast. Cause we, I'm a person, I'm a man of faith. I'm a man of God. I always have been. I struggle with things that I, I find that a lot of other guys do like reading the Bible. For example, I cannot sit down and read the Bible. I have tried to, I, I have pushed through it, but I have tried every creative angle to be able to consume the Bible possible podcasts, uh, YouTube videos, pastors online, you know, everything I do go to church, but I reached out to Steve. I'm like, Hey, I've noticed your faith journey has come back around and you're way in, you're into this way more than I am, which is unbelievable. Um, let's do this thing again, but let's start it up as a faith-based, you know, men of God type type podcast. And of course, Steve is on board. So quick intro to me. My name is Leland Diano. This all started from a, a little bit of a movement. I founded who 10, uh, eight, nine years ago now called no Debbie society, just a, a movement to empower men to be better dads. Uh, I'm an entrepreneur by nature, digital strategist. I'm, I'm involved in a bunch of companies, have a really cool full-time gig. Life is good. Life is busy. Life isn't always good. I shouldn't say that, but uh, uh, I have a lot of background, lots of tattoos. Uh, life's been a roller coaster. That's me. I'll leave that there. All right. So uh, I'm Steven Ortiz. Um, previously known as, uh, Steven Tillman. I actually, um, got married while, while I was away. Um, ended up taking my wife's last name just due to some, uh, some issues with my family, unfortunately. Um, but, uh, you know, you, I am, uh, I'm a dad, got three beautiful daughters. Um, I'm a preacher in training, um, uh, and I'm a fixer. I'm a carer, uh, I'm just there for people and, you know, I just, I do want to, uh, just to offer up a shoulder and, and be there for people. So, yeah. Awesome. And there's much more to you than that. And we're going to talk about it all. Um, all right. So I don't know, Mandy, I, I was thinking scared. like, is this like an interrogation? <laughs> I think we should You're present. Do you want to jump in and, uh, uh, I think we should, you know, I don't want to do like a prayer thing all the time um prayer is something that i've struggled with but i mean you are on route to become you know a pastor and i i envision and i see you just based on the entrepreneurial side i know of you and and the motivation and i'm not saying entrepreneurial for profit but you know i i predict you will plant a church whether it's virtual or in person at some point in your life you want to maybe lead a, a quick like just do like a 10 second prayer for you know all the there's podcasts, there's Christian podcasts I've tuned into, and this is sometimes where I tune them out. I, I hate hearing people pray about about things that aren't relevant to me. I don't, well, I don't hate it, but it, it's tough for me. Um, so you want to maybe right. maybe want to hit something, and then and then we'll go from there. Yeah, man. 
Yeah. Uh, dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day, Lord. We thank you for this opportunity to get back together and bring the Better Men podcast uh, back to the world, God. We are here to be your will. And uh, God, we just pray that you use us and, uh, you know, speak through us in any way that you see fit, Lord, to uh, just to, you know, work your will forward and uh, just to prepare people for the kingdom of God, Lord. So thank you for all that you do and all that you've done for us. In King Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Awesome. So what do I, what should we talk about in this first one? Um, we'll, we'll be a little bit more structured going forward. Uh, Steve and I've always, I want to talk to you about changing your name, but I want to do that at the very end. Let's, let's, let's do something faith. And then I want to talk to you about changing your name. Cause I think that's a, that was, that was a big moves. That was a big, bold statement you did. Um, yeah. What, 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 you know, I, at some point I want to chat, I want to chat through the Bible and I want to talk through stories and I want to talk about interpretation. Actually, you know what? That's a good, why don't we start with this? And this is something that I've all, and everyone listening is going to notice that this is going to happen. Um, Steve is way more of a theologian, theolo theologian. That's how we say that, right? Yeah, um, yeah. Than I am. I receive message. I pray. I believe in God. I believe in Jesus. I believe it all. Um, but I'm a skeptic. I'm a skeptic by nature. I'm not cynical, but I'm borderline cynical in life based on the things I've been through. So I question everything. So here's my question for you, Steve, and that I, that I want to chat through is the Bible. Is the Bible, Bible literally the word of God? Or is it stories for us to perceive and, and get a, a, a message from? What do you think? Honestly, in, in my opinion, uh, I, I would have to go with both realistically uh, because the, the God, it, the, the Bible, literal divine interpretation of the word of God, right? So it's a divine message delivered to set apostles and writers and, you know, the different authors of the different 66 books, right? So it, it was it was all inspired, directly given from God to the people who wrote it. Um, written as supposed to be taken literal. Um, should it be taken literal? I realistically, it's supposed to be. Um, I struggle with that myself, though, being realistic with you, because um, coming from a background of atheist for a big chunk of my life the big part of what moved me to that camp was Genesis, you know, uh, because Genesis is for me the hardest part of the Bible to swallow because the idea of earth being 6,000 years old, the universe being created um, 6,000 years ago, you know, in, in six, in five literal days, um, you know, that's hard for me to swallow still. Because just like you are, I, I've always been skeptic. Um, even with my own eyes, I still have, okay, hold on a second, you, you know? So it's it's always been it's always been a struggle for me. Um, now I'll tell you, between the classes I've taken um, and through my mentors and thing like, things like that, um, the Bible, according to all of the above, should be taken literal. Um, that's, that's the concern. Yes. Yeah, like Sorry that's always react, the question, but... right? Like it's it's or the questions are always like, well, you know, did it 
did Jesus really walk on water? Did Jesus, did, is Noah's Ark a true story? Did that really happen? And, and it, it, where I struggle is, is everything inside tells me to believe the story, um, to know that there's, there's, there's a purpose to it. But while, while I'm physically, literally speaking it, very difficult right like it's a hard thing like you have to have this blind faith almost like a i think you posted something about this recently maybe a hat you had is that yeah the hat you're wearing right now is is we we, we're we're god's children and just like our own children there's things that we just don't know and i think for adults in a secular society who want to act like we're all woke and know everything and know better than everyone it's really hard for us to accept the fact that there's a that there's something out there, someone out there, God, that knows more than us, that knows more than every single human on the planet, right? Because that, that's that's always been the struggle. It's like, well, you know, if, if you get into a, a, a heated debate, which I try not to do on Facebook anymore, I really steer clear from it. Um, you know, with with an with an intelligent atheist, and there's lots of them. Uh, I mean, you were one. Is like they'll 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 be like, well. Physically, do you know how large a boat would have had to been to do that? Um, or then if you talk about things like like uh, evolution, we can't debate that some animals have changed over time. Like we cannot debate right. that fact. Science has shown us, you know, climate and environment, just like it has humans, have changed over time. But for me, the realization I've come to is just, faith in God can work alongside science. Like he built mm-hmm. us to evolve as humans. We've evolved. We haven't evolved from monkeys to humans, in my opinion, in my belief, but we are living a lot longer than we used to. Like we're, Oh yeah. We're also susceptible to uh, diseases now that we weren't before like COVID. So, it's just, yeah, it's when you get, it's, and, and so it always comes back to like, well, do you literally, like, do you literally believe those words? And, and it's kind of like what I, what I, how I figured the best way to get through it and, you know, listen to a sermon or where I'm at church and a pastor is talking to a sermon is I kind of just close the eyes and blank slate my preconceived notions or bias and hear the story as truth. Right. Yeah. But that's, that's yeah, the big debate. Yeah. It's uh it's, it's something that it racks my brain and there's times where I'll be laying in bed and I'll just, I'll get a migraine from it. Um, It's, it's one of those, it, it, I struggle with it so bad because um, like I said, for 99% of the Bible, um, especially some of the uh, literature that I've assumed recently, um, it's not hard to, percent of the bible it's really not especially when you look at property, um you know and you see things unfolding in the world like they are today it's not hard to believe that stuff but yeah when you look at the things where we have science that has been able to in detail give us information about things that they just wouldn't have known back then outside of god telling them you know it's it's hard which way to go with that and you know, so for example, I've picked up some books from authors of of Christian folks who I'm not a fan of, 
um, like Ken Ham, for example, not a huge fan of the guy, the guy that does the arc exhibit. Um, he lost credit with me when he said dinosaurs were on the arc. That's where I draw the line. I, that's that's kind oh, of I, mean, like, I didn't even yeah. heard of that. Oh, yeah, man. If, oh, you if if you look up the arc exhibit um, and you look at they have dinosaurs on the arc, they try explaining that like God didn't um, put a literal two of every animal on the arc. It was actually um, ancestors of those animals and then they evolved after the flood and that's why we find fossils huh. which that's don't get me wrong good. so that now now that theory parts of it makes sense to me because it gives you the evolution side of things that we know is there in part and then it gives you the theology side of hey okay well I guess that would make sense how you know, a male and female ancestor after the flood could have branched off eventually, like the ancestors of all elephants, you know, and it branched off to mastodons and, and mammoths. And then it turned into the different elephants and then it, you know, branched off into the, the two Asian and African elephants, you know? Yeah. And that's why we find the, the fossil. It makes sense to me, but you go back a little further though and then they get to the young earth stuff and the six days to you know create the earth and the universe and i'm just like uh that one hurts because it's just so counterintuitive six 24 hour day periods versus 14.6 billion years right yeah like yeah it's and it, it's they're not even close even if you take the theory that like one day is a thousand years to god you know it's a I can't remember where the verse comes from. Um, I want to say it's in Job. But even if you take that map, still 6,000 years. You're not close to 14 billion. <laughs> yeah. Right. And it that's, just, that's exactly my brain. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't even heard that theory of, um, of, of them being like ancestors of, which I feel like I'm going to do some research on because I think that, I, I mean, that, see, right there, that settles the skeptic in me um quite a bit though just because like you, Wait, hold on animals have changed there's there's no you can't we can't deny that that animals have changed right so um yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna definitely look into that so for anyone listening that's interested if you google uh arc exhibit dinosaurs you'll get all the you'll get all the links now i'm not sorry yeah all the links to, to kind of understand what so Here's the um so here's the book. Well, here's the book. <laughs> but no, here's a here's the book I picked up recently. It's called The New Answers Book and it's 25 questions on creation and evolution in the Bible. It's by Ken Ham who created the Ark exhibit, right? And he this book covers everything from Genesis, days of creation, millions of years, evolution, dinosaurs, carbon dating, UFOs, death and suffering, Noah's Ark fossils starlight and time and much more um almost all of this makes sense to me except for again the genesis days of creation and the millions of years thing the rest of it for the most part makes sense to me so i, I i'm up in the air with with part of it you know but but i mean but that's just it right like i think that and what i've come to terms with is just we don't know and we, we we don't have the capacity to know. We have the capacity right. to hear and perceive and believe, 
but we like there's there's going to be these gaps and i think what what it really comes down to is just that do you blindly believe that 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 god is present and 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 it happened right like i, I the the whole six days i haven't even thought about that like it's not even been anything i have never put that much thought into view if you took like a shoestring and then took those six and like took at the entire earth's existence and then and it represented a timeline and then you took those six days it would be like a micro hair blip that you wouldn't even see and now yeah we we're saying that created the that's when the entire planet was created um and but, I on the, but on the flip side of it though you look at science right and then they say well if you look at the big bang how long did the big bang take right a billionth of a billionth of a billionth of a billionth of a second right right Right. So then you're kind of like, okay, so now that's still really, really far from six days. Yeah. Like th that's a period of time that doesn't even register on a, like it, it's a, it's a finitesimal amount of time that you can't even comprehend. And we're supposed to, and so, so now you're supposed to say, okay, so that turned into 14.6 billion years came from nothingness, nothing caused it, you know, yeah. so again, it's, you can rack your brain on this for hours like I said, I get lost in it sometimes, and then I end up with a migraine, and then I'm just, just <laughs> no go. But yeah, it's it's rough. But like I said, I I do what I can to dive in and research it because I don't like to sound stupid when I talk about something. And yeah. this book has answered a lot of questions and given me a lot of other alternate theories. So it's called the New Answers by Ken Hammond. It's a uh, the New Answers book by Ken Ham. By Ken Ham. There we go. Yep. Cool. Yeah, definitely something to look to look into. Um, I'm going to because I had no oh, idea. And it's and it's all scripture based, which is nice. So you can go reference your Bible as you go through the book and get context and things like that. And it's it's a it's a fairly valuable tool if you're into researching that sort of thing for sure. Awesome. Um, I'll put a link when I when I get this posted for us. Um, okay. So in summary, we we don't really have a, a definite answer of literally literalism versus versus whatever the opposite of literalism is for the Bible. We just, we believe it to be true, but being, I, I think the basis of the summary actually of this conversation is it's okay to be a skeptic. God's, I don't think God's going to hate you for, for your mind racing on you um, or dismiss you as long as you still believe, right? Not to get all mushy, because I, you know me, I, I'm not that type of guy. Right, right. Um, I, I, I like it. I just think sticking with the good old-fashioned I don't know is, Same, I yeah. think, is a, is a humble answer that I think God could get mad at, you know, because, yes, I believe the Bible, and I believe it to be true. Um, You know, I take face value. If that's what God says, then I'm going to take his word for it. Yeah. But – at the same time, I, I can't say that I know for a fact that A, B, C, D happened. Before. I was just speaking to something that, that before we had some audio problems that brought me peace in church. Um, and I'll, it's always hard to re-say something in, this, in the same gloriness that you had said it. But I know, I know. I'm sorry. Basically, we were going through Matthew at my at a church I was I was going to called Village Church. Uh, and I was there for some time. Great church. Pastor Mark, what up? Baptized me in 2016 in the ocean when it was cold. Uh, and I'm a big guy, so that's a feat. Um, uh, we were going through Matthew, and I believe I, I'm pretty sure I'm. I, I don't think I'm miss. 
I'm confusing it, but there was a, a part in Matthew where Jesus basically says to someone like, I don't know you. And it's, it's when you're entering the kingdom, I don't know if you rem remember which verse that is or what, what chapter it's in, but regardless, that's the type of thing that brought me peace because what I was struggling with at the time was like, I, I, I want to have faith and compassion and, 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 and trust and, um, you know, accept people and, and, and things like that. But I was having a really hard time grappling. Everybody gets to go this idea, this mushy, warm, hippie idea that everyone's in the kingdom and there's no requirement or accountability to humans. Like I'm okay with a murderer on their deathbed, finding God. Like I'm okay with that. I really am. And I've, I've I realized that, you know, after having people in my life that I despised at the time and coming to terms with them and things like that. But but um, that's what brought me peace. It's like those things that help negate the skeptic in me and say, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like there's some accountability here. Like I don't get to just go out, mess around and be a fool and die and, and get to accept all the glory. Like there's some accountability to this, um, which is, those are the types that I'm just saying, that's the type of things that brings a skeptic like me peace. Right, right. And just so, you, just so you know, that was uh, Matthew 7, 21 through 27. That's right. Yes. Thank you, Pastor Steve. Gotcha. Uh, okay. Before we wrap this up, because we got 10 minutes left on the meeting and we'll probably wrap it up in five. Um, let's talk about the name change. And you don't have to get into anything you don't want to. I know I asked you on Facebook when I saw it because I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, Steve Tillman was your name. You don't have to get into personal stuff with your family and anything you don't want to. Or you, mm -hmm. and we can just edit this out if you don't want to answer it. <clears throat> Got married. She seems like an incredible woman. I uh, only see the posts supporting you, stands by you, has your back. Her last name was Ortiz. And mm -hmm. you are now not Steve Tillman. You are Steve Ortiz. Correct. Yes, sir. So what? What? what, what like, was it a split decision? Did you think about it? Um, I mean, it's, it's one of those things in 2023, does it really even matter anymore? It's just interesting because you don't see it happen very often. Um, <clears throat> it was actually, we thought about it. We got married, uh, July 22nd. Um, and then I ended up actually making it like social security office official, which would be the official name change with the paperwork. Um, I ended up doing that in November, hmm. I believe. No, 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 no. I take that back. No, it was after New Year's. It was it was in January. Sorry. It was in January. First week of January is did when I got get, the paperwork done. Did you get a lot of... Like, I know your family. I don't know how... I can't... I don't necessarily... I can't necessarily say I know you're close, but I know you had some family that, you know, you, you were, you know, relatively close with in terms of loving and, and, and seeing occasionally. Right. Did were you um, able to maintain that after that? <clears throat> yeah, for the most part. Um my so I got I got some flack obviously from the folks I was named at. Um I got some flack from um my brother um who which surprised me because he's like the rebel of the family, you know. So yeah. you know he's the one with the gauged ears covered in tattoos you know, the devil may care type attitude, uh, very much like a young Leland. Right. Yeah. Uh, and, and I pray for him daily. My phone every day at 1 PM. I pray for my brother. Uh, 
you know, because he just he's a great dad. He's an amazing husband. He's a good person. Um, just makes a lot of really dumb decisions. And I don't care if he hears me say it because he's one of those kids that plasters everything on Facebook anyway. Yeah. So, you know, so he'll see that. But he he gave me some crap for it. Um and my two family relatives um were very supportive of it. In fact, they gave me um some alternative last name options. Um from like the family tree, for example, on their side. So using um the the main family name like Coscree or the Irish alternative of that McCoskey or uh, McCarty, you know, they were like, you can use that. Then you guys can both do that. And I was like, Oh, I mean, that's an option. Um, but you know, I, I moved away from my hometown because being covered in ex-girlfriends and wife, and then just job opportunities weren't great. Hospitals weren't great. Um, it was just, I kind of just ran into a dead end. So after my divorce and after we kind of went our separate ways, um, ended up moving away, meeting my wife and her me in like, like one of their own almost immediately. Um, awesome. you know, so like, you know, holidays, I, I was included immediately. Uh, I was introduced as part of the family to people. I didn't have to, you know, claw and beg my way through that. Um, we got married with full support from everybody. Um, everybody was awesome, and they turned our courthouse wedding into um, the closest thing to a full-on wedding either of us wanted. So it ended up being like uh, really a dream wedding just because it was just our close friends and family. Um, you know, my best friend, Zach, who's like a brother to me, he was there through the whole thing. And so, yeah, it was, awesome. you know, but I had to show appreciation because the previous thing from then to now is I was on crutches when we were doing the show last yep. and we'll, we'll get into this obviously more episode, but uh, now that I'm in the wheelchair full time, um, I uh, now need help doing certain things. Like I can't get in my vehicle on my own anymore. Yep. Uh, she has to help me up into my car and then pack my wheelchair in because a wheelchair van's like 70 grand, you know? Yeah. Um. So, you know, she does that for me. Um. My fit down my hallway so my bathroom and bedroom so there's times where she'll you know she'll bring me food or drinks because you know my hips are bad so crawling is painful so she'd rather get me food and drinks than see me suffer you know yeah. um or for example you know i out with my friends like i used to because i can't get in their houses well my brother zach has is modifying things so i can get inside so now my wife being amazing said, Hey, why don't you take a weekend, go hang out with your buddy and I'll take care of the kids and the new puppy. You take a weekend off because you know, I clean the house and take care of the kids. So, yeah, you know, she's giving me a little day off, but I, in every way imaginable, that woman has earned every right, right to not only have me change my last name, but I can fully admit that, you know, she's the breadwinner. She's the one that makes the living that supports the household. I bring in money too. I, I do pay bills. I pay for the car. I pay our phone bill, this and that and the other, but no, she, she works multiple jobs. She's my actual caregiver. Like, yeah, she's a saint. So yeah, I, I did it. One. If she's anything, good person. I did it. If anything, just to honor her and that, like, you know, she's got my full dedication and everything because She's done everything she can for me. So, yeah. Awesome. That's awesome. Uh, it man. was just a kind of distancing from, from some bad apples and 
starting fresh and honoring my wife because again she just she deserves it. So there it is, my guy. Oh yeah. In some cases. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. Awesome, man. Well, that's I'm I'm glad and I appreciate you uh you talking to that. I got you know, I'll always have questions for you. I won't ask the same a lot of the same questions I've asked in previous episodes that we will not be deleting. So the profanity and things like that that exist. I mean, I I I might slip still. I'm gonna be honest, but you know, it'll. it'll I will be honest too. Uh, we actually had this talk in a meeting last night with an accountability group I'm part of, which Leland, I'd love to invite you to if you'd ever like a chance to hang out and talk. It's a group of guys just like us, some entrepreneurs and everything. It's a good group. Uh, but anyway, we were talking about profanity, and you know, obviously we all work towards emulating Christ and not being a potty mouth. Uh, but I just just keep it in mind it's the intent behind what you say at the end of the day. That's right. Because you That's know right. what? A really hateful you suck is way worse than a really like ha ha F you. You know what That's I'm saying? Right. Yeah. It's just yeah. it, it's intended. You know, and, and nothing is nothing works without love. And that's what we have to have at the end of the day. That's right, brother. 